So you can hear his word. word. Open up your heart. And you can change this earth. earth. It's just begun. By the spirit and son. Sanctified is the calling. And that's the power of one. Uh. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another installation of Man Up, the ministry bringing you the real every week. Tonight, we got something great for you guys. We got Norse. He's bringing the word tonight. He always brings it hard. So I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say tonight. I hope it reaps blessings in your guys' lives. Uh, Please just open up your hearts and minds and souls. I'm serious, guys. This this can really change your life. So without further ado, here is Norse, a.k.a. P. All right, all right. Uh, we want to thank everybody for joining the call. Uh, we do this every Monday at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. Um, if you can't make the call, like we have some guys not going to be able to make it tonight, uh, then you can always listen uh, to our podcast on, on iTunes, on Google Play. Um, uh, there's two other ones that we have as well so you can check that out on our facebook page or what have you uh but it looks like we're up to about 50 listeners right now so that's awesome uh to see that the word of god is being uh uh, is being shared uh among the people so uh, we're we're doing we're already doing what god called us to do amen so so we uh and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight but you know the man of call is geared to hold men accountable uh for the lives uh by providing a place to encourage and uplift one another so that's what we're that's what we uh were designed to do um you know when myself mr norris uh uh, deron and and nick when we did this thing that's what we were trying to do is trying to uplift one another right and so uh, that's what we're trying to do, and we're just trying to spread the the message across uh, other men. So, uh, you know, our our goal is to impact, inspire, and empower. So we want to make sure that we uh, do that uh, among each other. So tonight, uh, we're actually going to be going through some of that tonight uh, through a series called uh, uh, "Called, Equipped, and Sent." And so we're going to go through that. It's going to take about six weeks to go through the whole series. Uh, what we're planning on doing is uh, doing two weeks on each item. So uh, two weeks on being called, two weeks on uh, being equipped, and two uh, weeks on being sent. And so uh, we're going to do each one of those. Myself, Minister Norris, uh, Rice are going to go ahead and, and do some of those. And then we're going to have some guest speakers come in. 
and uh, do that. So I have uh, my pastor, my spiritual father, uh, Pastor Josh Palmer. He's going to be on here uh, from Destiny Point Church here in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, and I have another uh, spiritual father of mine, uh, Elder um, Anthony Graham uh, from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. He's going to be on here uh, teaching as well. So we're going to get some we're going to get some different voices on here, uh, uh, kind of share the message and and dig deep into this. You know each. Uh, this, you know, called, equipped, and sent, man, you can go so deep in each one of these. And I, I believe God wants us to get there. So in that way, not only do we hear it, but we understand it and we apply it. And so that's one thing that we want to make sure that we do. So uh, without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in it and uh, do some prayer. Uh, and then we'll jump into the message. <clears throat> and excuse me, my voice is, is going. I can already feel it, but Lord, we're we touching right now. So... Um, we're going to bind the devil for anything that he tries to hold back uh, on this call tonight. But, well, Father God, we just thank you uh, for just bringing us on the call tonight. Thank you for uh, everyone that's on the call and for all the listeners uh, that will listen to it at a later date. Well, Father God, this call, this podcast is not for our glory, God, but it's for your glory, God. Well, Father God, so that way we can... Just spread your word, God. Spread your message, Father. Because we know that many are called, but few are chosen. Lord, Father God, that's not because you have specific people, but, Father God, because some people just reject the gospel. And, Lord, Father God, we ask that each person that hears this call, hears this podcast, accepts the gift that you are trying to give to us. That The gift that you gave over 2,000 years ago as uh as jesus christ came down on this earth to take over our sins and lord father god just touch on tonight let this teaching just penetrate our hearts and, our, and replay in our minds god that we just continue to just grow deeper and deeper in you father god lord father god humble us god let us seek lower down to the ground on our face so that way we can uh, grow higher and higher in you but we just thank you, we praise you, we magnify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Deron, what's going on, man? What's up, man? <laughs> Amen. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. The, uh, the, the, the scripture that I'm going to go ahead and get into tonight uh, is going to come from Romans um, I was going to go 10, 13 through 17, but I'm going to go back a little bit uh, and go to uh, Romans excuse me, 10 and 9. It says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. That means that we're all the same. We're all, all on the same playing field. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him? In whom they have not believed, and and how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? 
And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all be, excuse me, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And then, so that was Romans nine through uh, I'm sorry, Romans ten, nine through seventeen. Uh, you know, our message tonight is talking about called by God. Uh, you know, the series is called Equipped and Sent. Tonight we're gonna talk about what it means to be called by God. You know, being called is an honorable thing. And it should be humbling. You know, when we get a job and they call us, <clears throat> we, we interview for a job and they call us and let us know that we got the job, that's an honorable thing, right? Uh, when we when we uh, apply for a house, you know, no matter if you're trying to rent or if you're trying to buy, and that and and they accept the offer, they accept the terms. That is an honorable and humbling thing. Uh, but those things are not even close to what it is to be called by God. Uh, you know, there's different teachings on, you know, who who is called. Are we all called? Are some of us called? And you know, and I'm not going to try to get in a debate on that tonight. But, you know, I believe and know that all of us are called to be sons and daughters of God. But some of us won't accept the invitation of the gift. Some of us will reject even what I'm talking about right now. Uh, Matthew 22 and 3 says, And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast. But they would not come. Again, he sent the other servants saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. And then you skip down to verse 14. It says, For many are called, but few are chosen. You know, if we understand Jesus' life, the process of the crucifixion, uh, and what I mean by that is what Jesus did even leading up to being crucified, there is so much love that was shared, so much thought put into that gift that God uh, tried to give us, that blood that was shed by Jesus Christ. I was listening uh, yesterday. We had a guest speaker come in <clears throat> and speak to us, and uh, his name is Dr. Mike Brown. If y'all look, I want y'all to look him up. Uh, this guy uh, preaches all over the world, but he, uh, man, he gave a, a detailed, detailed story about uh, what Christ went through. I mean, he, he uh, was a Bible, uh, uh, a Bible scholar, uh, so he knows the, the dimensions of the, the cross beam that Jesus uh, carried and and he just broke it down you know that you know he said that cross beam uh they say it was about 150 pounds that he carried and and this is after he was beaten so much so that the scriptures uh in the old testament says that uh his his face was was 
beat up so much that he did not even look like a man. And and so if we think about how deep Jesus was was beaten and, and torn down for our sins, I think we'd be more in awe of 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 what he did and and be willing to accept uh, the gift that he's trying to give. And I know that this is a gift because in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You know, I believe all we all know it is honorable to receive a gift, but I'm not sure how, much, how, many, how many of us uh, take this time to be humbled uh, by this experience. You may ask, what do I mean? You know, we get so excited that we shout from the rooftops about our salvation, you know, which we ought to. You know, I, I said this the other day. Um, if, you know, we buy a new car, you know, we get a new house, we let everybody know, right? And so I, I believe that we ought to do the same thing because those things will pass away, but our father will always be there. We received a new father. Uh, but sometimes we we get salvation and we we get so excited that we forget that we used to be sinners and we forget about those that may still be caught in sin and so that's what i mean about humbling ourselves um you know we talked about it last year about what it means to uh 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 to have pride uh when you when you think you're so high up that you're looking down on everybody else and so we we just have to remember to be humble jesus was was a king among the Jews when he walked this earth, but he still humbled himself enough to eat, to drink, and to just uh, be around those that were uh, lost among him. So being called should humble you. You know, there's no, you know, when we're out in the world, it's all about us. It's all about me, 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 right? But when we receive this gift, our mindset, our old man should pass away and everything should be about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, what can I do for the kingdom? What can I give to the kingdom? Where is my role? What lane should I be in? Should I should I be following behind uh, uh, or should I should I just create my own lane or should I push Norris out the way and take his lane? No, you know, we got to realize that we need to be humble. We need to be humble and find out where God wants to place us. You know, and I believe and, you know, I thought about this uh, while I was studying this. You know, I, I believe that, you know, there's there's a lot of churches. I've been to a lot of churches and I've I've seen the process of um, of people getting saved. Right. And and, you know, we'll call, you know, we'll, we'll do an altar call or something like that. And we'll we'll have people uh, uh, give their life over to Christ, receive salvation. But I'm not sure how much follow up are that we're doing as 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 uh, mentors, as spiritual fathers, as spiritual brothers and sisters. I'm not sure how much follow up we're doing. Uh, you know, I believe people are getting saved, but how many people are feeling like they're still on their way uh, uh, through the sanctification process. 
Um, you know, I've I've seen different churches. I've seen some that, you know, after you accept Jesus Christ, they take you to a back room and they, you know, talk to you about what salvation means and all that stuff. But what's the next step after that? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I can tell you, I did the same thing. The, the, the church that I gave my life to Christ in was a Baptist church, huge church in Nashville. And I, that's what they do. Go into a room. They talk about what salvation is and what the next steps are. But I had nobody around me to make sure that I was on those steps. So I gave my life to Christ. I was probably good for a half a week to a full week. And then after that, I seen booty and ran to it. Right? So even though I became a new creature, my, my mind did not change. I had nobody helping me figure out what was right and wrong in the Bible because uh, I did not know the Bible at the time. I did not know the Bible at all. I couldn't even quote you John 3 and 16. <laughs> I couldn't quote that to you. Uh, I did not know the Bible at all. Uh, so <clears throat> we have to we have to find we have to f either find you know anybody that has not given their life to Christ that hears this find somebody that'll help you. Uh, that will help you get to where God wants you to be. Don't try to do it on your own. There's so many times where we're like, man, God saved me. God's got me. And yes, God God can, God can, has your back. He's going to be right there walking with you. But we need our brothers. We need our brothers to help us. We need our brothers to help us and let us understand what we can and cannot do in the body of Christ. Fellas, do y'all have anything? Um. Yeah, man, I, I like what you I like what you said um, when you was talking about um, and you said you didn't want to get in uh, get into that debate uh, about the call, but you know you went on and read the scripture, so you actually you went on and got into it. <laughs> I ain't want no debate though. <laughs> yeah. Now, but it ain't, it ain't gonna be no debate no, no, on no, with us. Okay. I think I think when I what I'm about to say, we're gonna be in agreement. Um, but the scripture says that many are called. If you're chosen, and then uh, you went on to say how what Jesus went through, you know, um, uh, uh, Mike, mom, I think his name is Mike Brown. Yep, uh -huh. Dr. yeah, Brown. You know, he preached and he really broke down the 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 the, uh, the cross and everything that Christ went through in his death. And a lot of times, you know, we watch movies and things, and it really don't even begin to to depict. I think close. the closest thing I think the closest thing we had come to that is the passion of Christ. That's exactly what but it even, is. Yeah. But even with that, man, it don't do it really doesn't give a a depiction of graphic of really what Christ went through, man. And so when we really begin to think about call, and the Bible says many are called, in order to receive the call, you have to look at what Christ went went through in order to that call to happen. Come on. If Christ doesn't if Christ doesn't, we, let's forget about him getting on the cross. Let's talk first. Talk about first. Talk about uh, the disciple, his his homeboys. We put it in our terms. His homeboys leaving them. They they disowned them. Everybody want to talk about Peter, but all twelve of them left. Yeah, they disowned them. Yeah, That's no, one no he, was, he was by he was by himself. One mm -hmm. in order for the call to go out, he had to be left by himself. He had to be disowned by his castle. He thought they loved him. They loved him. Number two was before we even get to Calvary, man. They sent him in the synagogue with the with with the, with the uh, Pharisees, man, and they beat him. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. This before they whooped him with the cat and our tails, they beat Jesus up. They beat him up, man. You know what I'm saying? They beat him up. He got whipped with E.I. I mean, his his body was destroyed before he even got nailed to that to, to that wooden beam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in order for the call to have to even to take place, Christ had to go through something for the call to go out. You know what I'm saying? So when we begin to even think about, man, how did this call happen? This call happened because of the sacrifice or what you said, God so loved the world that he gave. Mm-hmm. The call happened because of a gift. You know what I'm saying? That he gave. He gave a gift for the call to happen to whoever would believe. And so I want to go back to when we said many are called. I believe that. Here's the thing. I believe we have a lot of people that answers the call. But you hit it on the head, Lionel. But after they answer the call, they answer the call to salvation. They answer the call. They believe in everything that a preacher says about what Jesus went through and all of that. They believe it. They answer the call. But what happens is they get frustrated and they walk and they re- they leave the call. So people answers the call. They answer the call. But who, 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 who comes to a point in their life where they say, okay, man, I know what I've been doing. It's wrong. I want to make a change in my life. Then they 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 go. They accept Christ to their heart, and they they you know they they want to make the change. And just like you said, a couple of weeks, it's like everything going good, and all of a sudden, the way you used to be pop right back up. And you're doing the things that is contrary to what your new life's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. You become frustrated, and you be like, you know what? I don't want to do this. And so they leave the call and go back. And revert back to something that they thought they escaped from mm-hmm. and that they, they wasn't going to be anymore. Yeah. And so I believe that that, that we that right there, man, is people, people, man, they believing in what they hearing, man, about Christ. But after the fact, it's like, man, what do what do I do? Like what? You know, my, how did you said it at first? You said it at best. My, your, your mind. You know, just because you become a new creature, you still have to use your, every, your old way of thinking, all that stuff has to be reprogrammed, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It has to be reprogrammed. And so I believe, man, you can have a lot of people that be, get becomes frustrated because they're like, yo, I, this ain't how I want to be, but this is what's going on in my life. So it almost comes to the point people feel like this ain't real. Mm. And so they revert back to what they thought they was leaving front. So you got cats that answer the call, but out of out of frustration, you know, they hang the, if we want to put in this turn, they hang the phone up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I this is my little, you know, two cents right now about it, man. He, you know, so the call, Christ sent the call out to everybody. Amen. You know what I'm saying? It's only if you're going to answer the call. Mm-hmm. And you got people who answers the call, but then out of frustration and what's going on in life, they hang the phone up. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> And, you know, uh, Deron, I'll let you speak if you have something to say. But, you know, one thing you said that I thought was awesome, I was talking, I did a teaching on this uh, this last Wednesday on uh, at church. And we talked about uh, <clears throat> regeneration, justification, and sanctification. And how, you know, regeneration and justification is an instant, instantaneous process. You know, it says that, you know, we... Uh, we become a new creature, you know, and old things have been passed away. So those, that means that it's gone. It, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's past tense. It's already done. Uh, uh, but we talked about sanctification. I was talking to a guy and uh, and he was right on. He said, man, 
He said, sometimes uh, I believe people think sanctification, if you make a mistake, you have to start all over again. He said, you know, if I if I fall tomorrow, I have to go. I basically have to do all the steps I did when, you know, if it was 10 years ago when I got saved and start all over again. But that's not the case. Right. You know, with sanctification, we understand it's a process. It's a process from walking away from our old self and walking toward the kingdom of God and to, and to the to the example of Jesus Christ. And so when we do make a mistake, what we need to do is just get back up right then. Just get yeah, back up good. and keep going, and not ha- not think about having to go back and re 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 uh, take your steps and try to perfect perfect those things. You'll perfect those things the further you walk. Amen. And so we want to make sure that we uh, that we uh, just realize that you know if I if I if I drop if I drop the uh, the the uh, the baton, I can pick it up and keep running from where I dropped it at. So yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Deron, you got anything, man? Oh man, uh, this is good, man. I, I was in and out at the beginning, but uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you hit it on the head just talking about the answer and the calling. And my two cents on the calling, uh, P. I think you hit it. But when I think people answer that call, it's just like the altar call. You know what I mean? But when I think of the call, it's, it's a bigger thing. Uh, I've always considered myself uh sanctified that just being set apart by God to be used for a purpose, correct? So mm-hmm. uh, I've always felt that way, but am I gonna answer the call to where he's calling me to go? And now that's the biggest point. And, and am I equipped uh in order to do that? And I think Lionel was hitting on that of uh, are we really uh creating disciples within um either the church or um whatever whatever group that we're we're meeting with or are we actually uh putting in the work to, to raise people up and always seeking those mentors that are able to, to pull us up to the level that we need to be to answer the calling of, of what we're really uh, set out to do. So no, that's all good stuff. Yeah. Soaking it in. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, you know, and there's, there's scripture that talks about uh, being spiritual fathers uh, to each other uh, and, or being spiritual fathers and being, and, and having spiritual sons. And, and, you know, I don't know how many of us, uh, seek that out. Uh, I don't know how many uh, spiritual fathers seek out spiritual sons. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and you know, when it's a big church, you know, or when it's a small church, I think a lot of people um, look toward the pastors to just be that spiritual father. Uh, but then, if there's a big church, sometimes that that pastor uh, may not be reachable. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, if your church is set up. The way that I believe God uh, has ordained the church to be set up, there should be uh, someone there that is reachable. That somebody that's there to uh, that's obtainable to uh, to learn from and, and to grow and to uh, uh, morph into that sanctification process and and be more like Christ. So, so yeah, I appreciate appreciate that uh, appreciate that. We'll we'll get into that some more uh, over the next few weeks. But uh, the next thing is. Uh, is being called, uh, we have to understand that being called will take you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> How many of us uh, know that? You know, uh, being called is not meaning that you're going to be called and still continue to do what you used to do, uh, just like I uh, talked about <clears throat> uh, about myself. Uh, being called, uh, un- uh, we need to understand that it's going to, 
move you away from things that you're used to, things that you uh, find pleasant, or even things that just you find uh, is safe. Uh, you know, we talked about this before, but, you know, I just keep going back to uh, the Hebrews while they were uh, in bondage in Egypt. You know, we, you know, we understand that, that God was calling them out. God was calling them out. Uh, but when they were released from bondage, when they were released from Egypt, when things got hard, when things got rough, they, they wanted to go back to bondage just because it felt safe to them. They felt like they knew where their food would come from, where their water would come from, where their, where their, uh, where, uh, their roof over their heads would come from, all those things. Uh, but we have to get away from the comfort zone, uh, if we are called, uh, you think about Moses, uh, himself, you know, Moses just killed a man and then isolated himself when God called him, uh, to, uh, to be an ambassador for the Hebrews. You know, he, 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 he killed a man and was scared, ran out of Egypt and then isolated himself, ended up being by himself away from people, uh, and, and I believe when God called him, he was, he was to the point where he was okay with where he was in life. He he felt safe. He felt he was isolated, but he didn't have to worry about Egyptians coming after him. He was, he was gone, but God asked him to be the Hebrew spokesperson. Amen. And, and he, he asked him to come back into Egypt and, uh, to declare uh, over uh, to the uh, I'm sorry to uh, to the Pharaoh to let God's people go. You know Moses also had an ability problem. <laughs> they said that he stuttered. Right, God. You know God did not care though. Once Moses was able to push past his ability problem, God's you God used his availability instead. The availability took over the ability it, itself. And so, you know, my, I can tell you my testimony is, you know, God has put me in positions in my job uh, that has taken me out of my comfort zone, even before I accepted the call on my life to even just preach. Uh, and, and, you know, we got to realize that preach just means proclaiming God's word. All right. Uh, you know, and what, but what I mean is to share the gospel, uh, uh, among, uh, many people. And so I felt that, that, that calling that God gave me, but man, I can tell you, I am one person that can talk to anybody, uh, that walks past me, but it has to be on a one-on-one -on -one thing when it gets in front of this call, uh, when it gets in, <coughs> excuse me, when it gets in front of this call in front of many people, Man, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, man. It's it's something that uh, that I'm I'm getting used to, but it's not something that I I like. Uh, but job, uh, but my but my job first put me in that position where I had to do these things. You know, I I was I was put in a position to train uh, about thirty people, and this was uh, a time where I basically worked by myself, and you know maybe worked with a, a a couple people one-on-one, -on -one, but never in a big group setting. And I went from that to 30, 30 plus people training them on, on, on new systems, training them on, uh, on things that, that some of them had 20 plus years of experience more than I did, but I had to, 
carry myself with confidence to share what they needed to know. And so <clears throat> it helped me understand how I, what I needed to do for the kingdom. You know, there's, you know, there's, there's people that I'm probably talking to right now, um, Norris and people on the podcast, Deron, that know more scriptures than I do by heart. Uh, but I still have to proclaim, still have, still have to preach what God is calling me to, uh, uh, to, uh, to speak to his people. And so, so even though I don't like it, I still have to do it. And it's because my availability is there, you know, and, you know, I, I talked about this earlier, but we have, we have to realize that when we get out of our comfort zone, we are going to make some mistakes. Amen. We, we are going to get, uh, too excited sometimes <laughs> and, and, uh, try to, uh, start start a, um, a ministry or uh, stand on a corner and start uh, start holding a sign and say I'll pray for you and all this stuff without getting guidance and leadership to let us know how we should go about doing it <clears throat> and the, the 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 drive that's there is awesome but we also have to rely on leadership and and all of those things to help us uh, uh, with that and so uh, when we do make those mistakes just remember again you don't have to start all over. You can you can just continue to uh, just pick up that, like I said, pick up that baton, pick up where you left off, and just continue to go. And so, anybody got anything on that on that point there? Uh, uh, what it means to be called and uh, moving out of that comfort zone when you're called? Yeah, man. I, uh, uh, that that I think everything man was awesome, man. Um, you know, man. I think Deron made a comment. Uh, and he was talking, he commented uh, about, you know, about, the, about being called. And, you know, there's, there, there's one, there's one massive call that God sends out to everybody. You know, that's the call of salvation. Yes. He loves everybody. Mm. And so it doesn't matter what background you come from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. If you're the black sheep of your family, it doesn't matter if you, you know, Lord forbid, man, if you if you raped, molested, uh, murdered, it, it, I mean, homosexual, it don't matter. The callers went out to everybody. You know, that callers went out to everybody. You know, it's up to us to believe and accept it. Uh, but then there are individual calls that God will make. Um, and that's what we talk about, uh, Moses. You know, Mo, Mo God called Moses to a uh, individual thing that he designed for Moses to do. Yeah. Uh, and you know what we got to remember, and I, I love what you said, man. Is that um, to be honest in our eyes, or uh, when we when, when the call comes to us, is that and you can't in your own ability, you can't do the, you can't, you can't in your own ability mm. uh, be, to be able to uh, meet what God you to do in your own ability, and. And, and and Moses was right in his mind to say, "Look, man, I can't do this." And Moses was right; he could not do it. His own his own ability. Well, God was calling God was calling this man to go and bring a nation, yeah. not five people. Come on, not ten, hundreds of thousands of people, man, out of out of bondage and slavery, man. Mm-hmm. So Moses was right; he couldn't do it. Um. A lot of times is, man, is that, well, and this comes down to the big uh, F word, which is faith. It's a lot of times is that we, uh, 
our own inabilities, it enlarges in our sight, and we di- and we dis- we dis- diminish God's ability. But like you said, Lionel, and, and I think I'm gonna coin this right here is that all all God needs is your availability, and He'll use His ability. That's all He need. He just needs your availability, mm-hmm. and He will use your ability. So. Um, that's a mass call that goes out to everybody, but that's individual calls that God will make to individuals for an assignment for them to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you never have to, man, worry about it. If God called you to do it, God will. He, I heard somebody say that uh, God will. He He will fund what He called you to do, or He will. Mm-hmm. Lay, he will. He will. He will direct your path he will open up doors he will whatever he calls you to do man if god if god tells you to go build a school he calls you to do that then god's gonna he's gonna give you the resources and whatever you need to build that school if he calls you to do that Mm -hmm. you know uh uh just like everybody on here is a husband that's a call it's a call to be a husband Mm -hmm. and so god will give you the, the 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 ability the wisdom on how to lead it's called. It's a call to be a father, man. God will give you the ability, the wisdom, how to raise your children, man, and everything. But 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 we must not be uh uh um not insecure, man. But that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I don't know. How I come down the line, but we must we 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 must not be afraid, man, of 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 the of of the things that God is asking us um to do, man. And sometimes, man, you gotta you gotta uh. You got to not look at what's around you, man, mm-hmm. but you got to focus on the word of God Amen. and let faith be and, and get in and get in the car that's called faith and drive it and and and, and not be um, not inadequate. Don't feel inadequate. where I was looking for inadequate, man, um, about who you are. Because yeah, your own ability, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can't. You're going to need God's ability. But all God needs, just like he, all God needed was Moses availability. Once Moses said, I'll do it, and God, God set it up. Mm-hmm. He said, throw that stick down in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> stick yeah. turned into a snake, a yeah. serpent. Yeah. Moses ain't do none of those miracles. God did them. All God needed was the man. Yeah. The availability, and God did it. God, God mm-hmm. carried him through the call. And so, man, God, all God needs is our ability, man. If we got enough faith to believe that God can do it, he'll do it for us. Amen. We just got to give him our ability. Yeah. I mean, our, our availability. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, this good that you said that. And I thought about this while you was talking is that even, even that God will still prepare the person for the, God will still prepare the person for the assignment. Yeah. Cause you got to think about it. Moses, what, what was Moses? Moses was an orphan raised up in the palace. He un- he he got the teaching, the understanding of government and how to lead people. Yep. And then he was in the background. Don't get me wrong, but he was in the he was in the surroundings of what God was going to later use him to do. Uh, Moses then had that. Moses then took that out in the wilderness and and was able to to uh, use the people to to lead them to where they needed to go. Now he still yeah. made mistakes, though, right? Moses yeah. still made mistakes. You know when, uh, when, <clears throat> when the when the people got got upset and they were thirsty, he he got mad and smacked the rock, right? And, and and they and water flowed, and then he had to be rebuked by God. 
So there was mistakes there. You know, he, he allowed his emotions to get in the way, and sometimes we can do that as well. Uh, but Moses was still able to carry out the mission, the the assignment that God uh, called him to be. And I, I I was reading this in my Bible. I, I got this this new Bible that that Norris tried to steal from me. Uh, <laughs> but it says uh, there's seven steps in the gospel faith. It's coming from um, uh, 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 coming out of Romans 10 and 14. It says, "How then shall they call on him in who whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher?" And so it's talking about calling on God. It says seven steps in gospel faith. One, the gospel given by Christ. We have to understand the gospel that was given by Christ. Two, the gospel must be preached. The gospel must be proclaimed, must be spread to each and every one of us. Number three, a preacher is necessary. I think I just talked about that. Number four, the preacher must be sent. The preacher must be sent. Can't hold it with, can't hold the gold to himself, right? He's got to share it. <clears throat> And we'll talk about that within the next few weeks. Number five, the gospel must be heard. We have to hear it. You know, I was talking to somebody. I was being funny. Um, I was saying something, and they said, oh, yeah, I hear you. I said, okay, you hear me, but do you receive it? <laughs> and there's a difference. You know, so it must be heard. And the next one talks about this. Uh, talks about that point. The gospel must be believed. So it must be heard. After it's heard, it must be believed. Number seven, the gospel must be obeyed. <clears throat> so heard, believed, and obeyed. So we have to make sure that once we hear the gospel, we have to believe the gospel, and then we must obey the gospel. Uh, there's a scripture, I, don't, I can't remember it word for word, but it talks about uh, once once you hear uh, the word of God, you, you, you know, you, you, uh, you, you uh, you have to own up to it. You you have to that that puts you on a higher level of expectation in God's eyes that you have to you have to abide by it. So if I don't if I didn't know that <clears throat> uh, uh, backbiting wasn't was an issue, and then I later on find out, and I still backbite, I'm sinning, right? Amen. So we have we have to realize that we have to listen to God. Deron, anything, man. Nah, man. Uh, well, I say nah all the time, but I do have stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, yo, so you, you were you were hitting on a point that was just replaying in my mind when you guys were talking, and we started actually focusing on it. And um, it, it was about um, a God preparing you for for your calling at, at a time where you may not be cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a thing that's hard to accept. Um, you, you, you put it in a, in the words of Moses, uh, was kind of in the background at that point. That's the word you use. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, sometimes, uh, as men in our lives, we could get, I know me, uh, in general can, can be in a situation or in a career and you're like, man, dude, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But if we just look at it as God's preparing us, we don't know, um, what the big plan is for for us we we not, might not be in the glory that we will be in um so so at that time point we need to be thinking hey as long as i'm doing my part and proclaiming the gospel and doing what i'm supposed to do 
um, God is preparing me for what is to come. Um, so sometimes I'll blame my job for not being as available as, as I might need to be or want to be uh, to do uh, the things I want to do. Um, but maybe I am being prepared for something greater. Um, and not everybody is doing what I'm doing, so maybe I'll be able to connect on a different level to people uh, in the future. That's right. um, so, you know, you, you just got to... Um, Play your part, man. That's, that's the only thing that I can think of right now is play your part um, and, and be mindful uh, of of your path and, and that God has it in his hands. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. That's real good. All right. So, you know, the last point we talked about was, you know, God taking us out of the comfort zone and 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 uh, and moving into the assignment that he's given us. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about that some more, some more, but just uh, elevate a little bit about, you know, how uh, God will take you from where you want to be to where you ought to be, where you want to be to where you ought to be. Because yeah. even even when you're called and you're you're on fire for God, there's still a little bit of you that uh, that. Uh, wants things to go your way. You start picking out the scriptures that 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 talks about the, all of God's blessings. You know, uh, knocking the door shall open, asking you shall receive. You know, all those things uh, that we we hold on to, but we sometimes skip some of the other scriptures, like you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So you first have to seek Him and His righteousness before you can start receiving some of these other things. There's another scripture that talks about that your wants become His wants. And so, you know, we, so we, have, to, we have to understand that, you know, the more we get sanctified, the more that we get closer to God, those desires, those wants are going to change. And so... <clears throat> We don't understand that when we first go into it, right? We first don't understand that uh, uh, when we first go into it. We 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 were like, man, God, you know, like Deron, what you just talked about, man, God, why why did you move me here to North Carolina? You know, why did you move me here to North Carolina? Ain't nobody around here, right? You know, <clears throat> I you know you know why why did man even let's go even further back, Deron. Why did I even marry uh, Brittany? <laughs> you think about that. Why did I marry Brittany? <laughs> you know, and, you know, your you just think about that. Your connection to her brought your connection to me, and then our connection together brought us connected to Norris, right? And so there's so many things that God can use, God can do to take us where we want to be to where we ought to be. Amen. You know, uh, you know, I, I believe that God wants us to seek after his righteousness, meaning he wants us to be obedient. He wants us to be obedient. Uh, and in, uh, later on, uh, next couple of months uh, at my church, I'm going to be speaking to our guys about God wants fat men. God wants fat men, not P-H-A-T. Oh, I'm in there. I'm in there. Then. <laughs> not P-H-A-T, but F-A-T, meaning God wants faithful, available, and teachable men. So, Deron, you said you in there. Are you still in there? Uh, yeah, I thought we were talking about 
because <laughs> he wants he wants obese man man I, I'm, I'm there I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah but you know no that's good though that's but good. God wants fat man faithful available and teachable man you know I can tell you like like we you know we pointed out Deron moving to North Carolina but I can tell you for me it was moving from Lexington I mean I'm sorry from Nashville to Lexington you know that was one step that it was almost kind of like a baby step, man. You know, we moved from Nashville to Lexington over a promotion, you know, and that promotion took me to an unknown place. It took me uh, to a time where Jamie and I had to uh, develop a little more uh, growth in uh, in ourselves and, and in each other. <clears throat> and um, we went through a time where, you know, we couldn't find a church. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't find friends, things like that. But then eventually... Norris ran me down after church. <laughs> I thought he was taking my wallet, but you know. <laughs> but but even after that, we still weren't hearing God's voice. We still kept searching when God already had found us. <laughs> Amen. And so we finally accepted what God was telling us, and we fell in love with the church that we first uh, saw when we came to Lexington, Kentucky. And and we grew a bond with, you know, Norris and Thomas and Jody and a, bu- a bunch of folks. You know, Apostle Glory was an awesome leader, saved my marriage, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> and, and you know, all these things uh, were, were there. Uh, and then so we, we got, com- we, got we, we thought that's where we wanted to be, right? That's where we wanted to be. And then... Uh, then I got called to go from Lexington to Columbia, man. And so I go from Lexington to Columbia and Columbia, Missouri, which is now I went from three hours away from home to seven hours away from home. And, and now, uh, my wife not being in agreement with the move was man pointing at me with the sword <laughs> wait waiting on me to make a wrong move so I she can cut me up <laughs> and and you know because we wanted to be in Lexington but now we've understand that's not where we were where we were supposed to be God has moved us to uh, uh, to a different position now uh, to where we're at a church where uh, God is calling our gifts and our talents to a higher level. He is He is uh, putting us in positions to to uh, to spread His His word. Uh, you know, with me moving here, uh, uh, with Deron moving to North Carolina, you know, with North being in Lexington, it forced us to even do this call. Amen. So so all these things ha- have caused us to elevate, and so you know when so when when. When when things don't seem to be going the way you may plan, because I can tell you, my wife is an analyzer, so she plans out things. She if it's not going the way she thinks it should, she's starting to question, right? But sometimes we can't fathom what God wants us to to do. You know, there's 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 things down the road that God has for us that we have to understand that sometimes it's not what we want, but it's sometimes what we need. Amen. And so, you know, when moving here, with with moving here, you know, my focus went from, from hanging out 
to to uh, to becoming friends with my wife. Not no longer were we no longer were we just husband and wife, but we had to become friends. I mean, thick you know thick blood friends. Amen. Where where we had to go through some things and depend on each other to to fix it. You know what I mean? And and when I and I say depend on each other, but depend on God to fix it. And and depend depend on each other. Um, and uh, just us three having to figure it out instead of uh, reaching out to here, there, and everywhere. You know, yes, I had Norris, I had Deron, had all these other people uh, that were a phone call away, but I had nobody to run to, amen? And so it forced me to have to grow. And so that's what I mean. We had to, uh, force, if we, you know, we, we were forced to elevate here in Columbia, uh, Missouri. <clears throat> Anybody got anything on that? No, that's good, man. Um, it, uh, man, I'll I, I tell you what, man. Um, so so I, I've gone through it a lot, too, man. And you guys have remained um, kind of like my, my the people that keep pulling me back into where I need to be. And I'll tell you what, man, you had me wanting to move to Lexington back then. Yeah, yeah. Cause, uh, like, uh, that, like here, here's the thing, man. Men, a lot of men don't meet people that are on the same plane, you know what I mean, sure. as far as, you know, being able to cool out and chill, but also on a godly level. And, and I had, I've never had that, like, just around me, present in my city, hey, you know, but <laughs> we can hang out and do the work of God. So mm-hmm. I was like, dude, man, so, so that's hard to find. So, but it did. Um, allow me to stay in touch with people because I don't stay in touch. Like, I move cities. Uh, that means I move uh, my habitat. You know, mm-hmm. I just go into a different one. Yeah. And so, but then it created this call and it, it, it just made me realize that a bond is a lot deeper. We talked about this last year. A bond is a lot deeper with Christian brothers than it will ever be uh, just because of that, that connection, that playing field, that iron sharpened iron. Um, and, and the blood of Jesus, man, it just keeps us keeps us uh, connected, man. And I, I I thank God for meeting y'all brothers. And it's crazy that you took us back the time frame to even uh, how we met. Like, because if I I if I didn't meet Brittany and I didn't marry Brittany, I, I don't think I could have been the husband because I wouldn't be married to this day if it wasn't for, for you guys or this call. So um, I will stay connected, and I will always support. Uh, whatever it is that this group does, I'll tell you that right now. Mm. It's good, man. It's good. It's good. I think. Uh, I think sometimes, man. Regardless of what the, uh, the call is in life, man, or um, what God has designed for us to do, um, sometimes that might not be a full understanding um, of of the assignment or whatever it is, um, but. I guarantee you, man, if, if God has caused you to do it, he'll connect the dots. Amen. Um, you might not be fully aware, uh, you know, have everything you need, man, but that's when it comes. The Bible says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes. And lean not amen. to your own understanding. understanding. And acknowledge him without, in all your ways, and he shall direct your path. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And, um, I believe, man, that uh, sometimes, man, you just got to trust God, man, what God is doing, man. And, um, you know, I believe without a shadow of a doubt, man, that, uh, that uh, you know, 
God caught God presented my wife to me and that's the woman I chose and that you know you know and 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 God bless my marriage but you know sometimes the difficulties and things you can't see man it's hard to see man on the storms man it's hard to see when the hurricanes hit your life man it's hard to see man when you know tornadoes and tsunamis all that stuff's going on in your life it happens and so sometimes man in the process of your call man things come up and 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 it's 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 hard to see the finish line man but if you trust the process you know the 70 sisters the philadelphia 70 sisters you know they was taking games and everything man and they just had a slogan called trust the process mm-hmm. and and um, now the young, young cats are starting yeah, yeah, very young. Yeah, now them young cats are starting to win, man. Uh, the city, the city went through the process with them, and so that's what I would say on this call tonight, man. You know, if you had enough guts to answer the call to what God has called you to do, um, if you don't have enough guts to answer, answer the call. If you did have enough, enough guts to answer the call, sometimes man, storms hit in life. Sometimes things go on in life, but you got to trust the process of God. That's when you can't lean to your own understanding. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. And I believe everybody on this call began to look at situations in they, within their own eyes instead of through the lens of God. Mm-hmm. And that's when you begin to doubt. Yes. And, 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 and life, man, life will suffocate you, man. Amen. I mean, it'll put a chokehold on you, man. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but you got to walk by faith. And that's when trusting God's process, man, comes comes into sight. Because even our own Savior Jesus Christ told 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 God in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was praying. The Bible said he was time. praying that it got so deep that the sweat that was coming off him was like drops of blood. Yeah. This thing got so deep that what Jesus was about to face, he said, "Man, if this cup can pass me," he said, "I don't want to do it." I don't want to do it. It got cloudy for Jesus. It got it got it got stormy for Jesus. <clears throat> he, he got he got blindsided there for a little bit, but he said, nevertheless, that will be done. I'm gonna trust your process, Father, not my own. I'm gonna walk by faith. What I what I what I see in front of me is a is a is, is a whole lot of pain that's about to come my way. What I see in front of me is a whole lot of struggle that's about to come my way. What I see in front of me is is is. The people that said they love me, uh, denying me, leaving me, I'm about to be beaten, I'm about to be lied on, I'm about to be spit on, I mean, all of this. And then I got to carry this big old cross up this hill, and I got to do all of this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But but Jesus answered the call, man. He answered the call, and he got cloudy there for him for a little bit. But he, he trusted the process of God. And so, man, what I would say tonight, man, whoever listened to this call, listen, man, you can't. You can't be detoured by what you see because what you see, man, is <laughs> what you see is not real. I'm going to say that. And that might sound crazy me saying that what you see is not real. But we based our life on the word of God. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to get deep off into this like this, but you might see cancer. But the mm-hmm. Bible says you're healed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You might be your, your, your marriage might be extremely divorced, man. But whatever you speak, the Bible says that death and life is in the power That's of the tongue. Right. You know what I'm saying? Situations can be saying something to you. But what does the word of God say? 
Mm-hmm. And so, man, if you had enough guts to answer the call, man, you had enough guts to say, I'm answering the call to salvation. You had enough guts to say, I'm answering the call to preach God's word. You had enough guts to say, I'm answering, maybe, man, it's just to be, whatever God has called you to do. You had enough guts to do it, man. It takes boldness to do that, man. You had enough guts to do it, then trust trust the process of God. Because whatever it is, man, God's going to, his process is the best way. If you look through the scripture, man, you see everybody that, that has done something, man. There, there has been some moments that have come up in their lives, man, where they wanted to quit. You know, David, man, Saul was trying to kill his man. Yeah. I guess he was on the run. God anointed him to be king at 12. And, man, Saul got jealousy in his heart, and he was trying to kill this man. David meant no harm to Saul, but Saul wanted to kill him. And there's many times that David could have said, I quit. I don't want to do this. But he leaned not to his own understanding. And he acknowledged God, and God directed his paths. So, man, I would say, listen, man, whatever's in front of you, man, is not real. It's the word of God that's real. Amen. That is real. So trust the word of God, man, and lean on that. Yeah. Don't lean on to your own ways. Because your ways to get you in trouble. But if you trust God's word and you got a nevertheless in you, God will get you through, man. He'll get you through. Amen. Yeah, and uh, one thing that uh, Dr. Brown talked about yesterday was uh, a vision is fuel for the kingdom. And when he said that, it made me think about uh, the scripture that says, uh, without a vision, the people shall perish, right? The people with the lack of knowledge. And so, you know, we have to, we have to remember that what the Bible gives us uh, is a vision. Let's us know what path we're on. If we stay on the right path, we will have everlasting life in, uh, in the kingdom that Jesus is already prepared for us, right? He's already uh, went ahead and prepared for us. Uh, So, we have to push past, you know, our headaches, our heartaches, our suffocates, whatever to get to the place he has promised us, promised us to be. You know, Norris talked about, you know, uh, uh, your marriage. Uh, and, and, you know, we've, we've, we've talked uh, about this a few weeks ago, but, you know, we have to we have to remember that, man, if marriage was easy, if 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 marriage was easy, uh, uh, you know, it, it would what i'm trying to say if marriage was easy we we would we would we would do it and not and not uh respect it that's where i'm trying to go we wouldn't respect it you know what i'm saying it's almost like it's almost like uh 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 you know my my kids uh not not really understanding uh uh, to be without something, <laughs> right? Because I'm always providing it. Uh, but, you know, I, I believe God has put me in a season with my wife where I I receive the good and the bad of my marriage because it has made me the man that God has called me to be. You know, uh, it has allowed me to, to share what he has done in my marriage to others that have had issues and and i know that that each one of us can share a little bit different in that area to where our marriages can go even greater amen and so you know just to kind of finish this call i don't want to, i don't want to keep going down that path we can go down that uh that roll and and that that rabbit hole and we'd be here for another hour but you know we we, we just we just have to remember that the things that the the things that that may not go 
uh, that seem to be going well are for our good. What what was that scripture say? It says, all things that work together. Work together for what? For the good, the for the good, good. of them that love. All things work together for the good of them that love that love the Lord. And that's right. And so, all these things. Man, hold on, hold on. All things work together for, so for the good of them that love the Lord, that are called. There you go. There you go. I didn't even know that part. Go ahead. Go ahead. That are called. That are called. And that according to his purpose. So I wanted to put that out there. Mm. The key word, that are called. That's good. All That's things good. work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called. Come on. Yeah, man. I forgot that last part, man. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That, that wasn't even in my notes, man. That's good. That's good. But, you know, remember, we have to, when we're called, we have to remember to be humble and honorable to his word. Yes. We are new species. I mean, just think about that. There's some translations that say new creature, but there's one translation that says new species. That means that that we are people that has that this earth has never seen before. It's good, man. It's that good. has never seen before. That that we are that we are all because we are a reflection of, of of Jesus Christ. You know, he wants each of us to leave everything behind and move forward in faith as he leads us to the unknown. We talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. We have to leave some of these things behind and not just leave it, but burn it up. And so we want to make sure that we that we re, re, we recognize that. But tonight, right now, you know, I want all of us that are on this call, all of us that listen to this uh, message later on, to ask God to tell you what you need to leave behind today, so that you can truly follow Him in faith, and so that He can use you for His kingdom and His glory. Don't let something hold you back. Don't let something hold you back to to being where God is calling you to be, where God is calling you to be. It may be an idol. It may be something that you love more than God. It may be a sin like unforgiveness or disobedience. It may be backbiting. It may be uh, just uh, having a lustful mind. You know, uh, it may be a place like a job or a house uh, that, that holds you in that comfort zone. Uh, it it may be family that pulls you away from God. It may be friends that pull you away from God. It may be any or all of these things. But I want you to just take the time to listen to God's answer. He's our father. And every child knows their parents' voice. And so just listen tonight. Take the time to listen tonight and listen to where God is calling you to be and where God is taking you from. Now, if there's a situation in your life right now in which you find yourself doubting God and his care, take it before God and ask him to show you in which areas of your character you're failing in belief. What promises does he have that you're not trusting in? Then I want you to take those and then repent. Repent. You know, trust trust in God. Let His likeness come into the dark that dark area. You know, commit to to go into His Word. Take the time. There's something that I've been wanting to do with with the guys that've been on here that I've heard before about doing a uh, thirsty thirty, where we take ten minutes to to uh, worship God, ten minutes to 
to pray to God, to talk to God, and then 10 minutes of just reading his word. Because those things will draw you closer and closer to God. So finally, tell God that you are ready to move forward. Tell God that you're ready to accept the calling. Letting him use you for his kingdom and his glory. And just as he did David, he found David in the back of a field and called him to be the next kingdom. Excuse me, to be the next king. But then it was a process between being a a a shepherd shepherd of sheep to being shepherd of of men, and so just just remember that that there's a process and trust in the calling and trust in the process like Moses talked about earlier. So I thank y'all tonight, uh, Deron. Can you pray us out, man? I sure can, man. Uh, dear God, I just thank you for this time that we're able to come together in this man up called on, Lord. I just uh, thank you for this word tonight. Um, please, Lord, just let us reflect upon what God is calling us to do, Lord God, and that you you place that vision out for us, Lord God, that we may answer your call, Lord mm-hmm. God. Uh, Lord God, I just want to pray over uh, these men and the men that are listening for their week ahead. I know many of us are going through trials, Lord God, but I want us to focus on your word, Lord yes. God. Because as Pete said earlier, everything that can be answered through your word, Lord God, it's what the Bible says, what we speak over our lives, it will come to fruition, Lord God. I just thank you, and I hope to uh, see these men again and hear uh, all their uh, all their, uh, their prayers that have been answered and fulfilled over this week. In your holy precious name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, bro. I'll let y'all.